How you guys doing? This is Cliff Miller with Stirred Up Studios. This week we are in Pennsylvania with TTJTech.net. Rita Howes, Lynn Maleev, and Matt Volbridge for the Trainer Summit this week. We were in the house of the great hosts of Cass and Ed Volbridge, and we are having an impromptu live stream. So we're going to jump right into it and get started. Enjoy. All right, for those of our podcast listeners, welcome as well. We are here live at the TTJ Live Tech Summit, our very first one of what we hope is, I think, going to be an annual tradition. Uh, those joining us from Periscope Live right now on uh, TTJ Talk, welcome. We've got several uh, listeners actually joining us live. If you are live, remember you can always text chat with us and send us your questions. If you have any tech-related questions, keep them short and to the point because we don't have all day. But otherwise, um, once again, for everybody who's just joining us, this is an audio-only broadcast. And for those of you listening on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform, you already know it's audio-only. So I'm talking to the folks who are live. We're glad to have all of you, though, whether you're listening to us live or after the fact. This is audio-only. We do have a video version coming up at some point in the not-too-distant future. Uh, a wonderful gentleman. Um, actually, we don't know him. He just stopped in. No, he's... Uh, <laughs> He's, uh, he's Tony, he's the husband of one of our instructors, and basically he has offered to record for us a, a video for YouTube, so we will get that up and get all the details to you later on our Twitter feed, at TalkTTJ, talk I don't remember my own Twitter feed, uh, and also on the website, of course, at TTJTech.net, which is the best place to go to get all the information, because then you just follow the blog, you'll get an email anytime we post anything. So it is a, a, a truly a joy and an honor and a privilege to have with me the actual instructor team, live in person, you folks on Periscope, we're all together for the first time in our lives, in, in human form. Um, and uh, directly to my left, um, we have a, a guy who I could take or leave, no I'm just kidding, uh, he, this, is, <laughs> this is Cliff, so trainer Cliff is with us, Cliff you got anything to say right off the bat? Hello. All right. <laughs> Cliff comes to us from Stir It Up Studios. That's with a U, not an I. And uh, we're very happy to have Cliff. And remember, Stir It Spell with a U. Right. Um, just to, to Cliff's left, who's next? Rita. Uh, you want to introduce yourself, Rita? Hello, everybody. I'm Rita Howells. Perfect. From the wonderful state of <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> Which part? The part? The fact that she's Rita, or the fact that well, I don't know? <laughs> the, the Illinois. <laughs> let's uh, let's position this a little. I want to watch. I don't spill anybody's drinks here. I'm going to position this a little more in the center. And uh, Rita and Lynn, when you speak, just lean to your right a bit so that okay. we make sure that we get you in the audio recording. Um, all right, so um, next up after Rita, go ahead. Hi, I'm Lynn, and this is amazing that we're all together. We're really, really excited. We've all bonded beyond what we were before, which was really, really tight. Um, so we're really happy to be with you tonight, and you're, gonna, you're in for something great. Absolutely. So we are, we are thrilled that tonight, before this is over, we will be announcing our course offerings for the fall 2019 and spring 2020 training season. And that is so awesome because we've got lots of great courses coming for you. And 
in addition to that, we're going to have some fun, and that's really the purpose of this. Uh, but we, we've had some, some great experiences here, um, both work and play. What, what's been the best part of this thing for you guys? Anybody? The food. The food. Yeah, the food, definitely. <laughs> so that's unanimous, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Meeting, meeting each other and being together. Great appreciation to our great host, Ed and Cass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, they're going to have a hard time getting us to leave tomorrow night. I mean, more uh, Wednesday morning because uh, <laughs> food's been great. <laughs> yes, a nice hand for Ed and Cass, and, my parents. And luxurious accommodations. And, the Long Bridge Mansion. Yes, right. right. The Long Bridge Mansion. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. All right. So, um, other than that, we yes, we've had lots of great, uh, lots of great food, lots of great time together, just a chance to to meet one another um, and and to spend some real quality time together. Uh, we've we've done some sightseeing and some fun activities for the kids with more planned yet. We've also done and, and plan to do some further. Uh, obviously, we've had some meetings and discussions, and we've done some. Uh, some kind of you know one-on-one -on -one, uh, working with one another and we also uh, have to mention that at least uh, a few of us are uh, beta testers and and Rita's over there because <sighs> she knew this was coming she hoped to avoid it but she yes. doesn't know I have her iPad under the table right now <laughs> when you go to sleep tonight Rita your iPad will never be the same as <laughs> Uh, of course, none of us are able to share with you, none of us are permitted to share with you all of the things, but uh, Apple has done a great job of sharing many things, and we can, uh, of course, we have talked about those. Uh, so iPad OS 13, iOS 13 coming along very nicely, and we're looking forward to its public release. Uh, Lynn, you just got started with uh, with iPad OS. Do you have any feelings about it at all yet, or haven't you really had enough time to? No, I haven't. It's it's there, ready ready to go, but I haven't had time to use it yet. Now, Rita, as somebody who has decidedly not installed iOS 13 yet, you have spent a great deal of time looking at what Apple has advertised and what the bloggers have said is coming. What's the feature that you are most looking forward to when you eventually do install iOS 13? I think the, the it, it's a little feature, but I think really important, um, there'll be a feature that, that they say is coming that you can turn on uh, any incoming phone calls into your device will automatically go to voicemail if they are not in your contacts. So you won't be bothered with any nuisance calls and if it's important enough, people will leave a message. I, I really like that feature. It's going to be awesome. That is awesome. Now, Rita, I'm looking over my shoulder. I do think it's a bit distasteful for you to be removing Cliff from your contacts while you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to set that up right now. You know, ready to go. It's in my reminders thing for when Apple iOS 13 is released in September, which is just four weeks away. Yes. Okay? So, there... My delaying getting the beta version is grossly misunderrepresented because... The real reason why she's waiting is because she's hoping to sign up for that Apple card before anybody else. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. I am anxiously awaiting that credit card. We're all hoping to sign up for the Apple card very soon. And for those of you who are not aware, Apple has now released a public-facing website describing the Apple card, even including a how-to-set-it-up video. Every piece of the puzzle is in place except for the actual ability to sign up yet. So we don't know when that's coming, but uh, in, in typical Apple fashion, of course, it's very, very tight-lipped, and the suspense is just driving us crazy. No, we're, we're looking forward to it very much, and, and we hope that it will be very soon, and, and we suspect that it will. Um, iOS 12.4, folks, does contain all of the, uh, the backbone to support it. So everything is in place. And very soon you'll be able to sign up for the Apple Card. There has, there was a segment about the Apple Card on the uh, one of the episodes that I did pretty recently, the uh, TTJ Talk podcast. So you can listen to that to get an idea of what it's about, or you can visit Apple.com, of course, to learn more about the Apple Card. And just a point on that on the Apple Card. Those of us who are blind, there's four of us on the, the panel, and using voiceover, I, the thing I'm most excited about is having control of when I make charges, I'll be able to have a complete accessible experience in terms of what I charged, where I charged. It might even give me reminders that I went to the chocolate shop too many times yeah. this month, you know, um, and it will summarize some of your purchases, you know, for in a yearly kind of view. There, I mean, there's so much I'm looking forward to in terms of the accessibility and not having to ask some tech help desk at a bank you know, who knows nothing about voiceover, why I can't access my purchase history or why my credit card, there's something wrong with it. So again, for the accessibility issue, since it's coming through Apple and Goldman Sachs, they're collaborating that this will be completely 100% accessible. That's the issue in terms of independence for blind people to be able to have more freedom. Absolutely. And let's not forget the 2%. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So, so Apple Card is going to feature daily cash, uh, cash back, and I believe. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's it's three three percent for Apple Store purchases. If you go out and buy true. an iPad, an Apple TV, a, yeah. a, you know, a Mac, two percent for. Purchases, purchases made with Apple, Apple Pay yeah. at any retailer, and 1% if you happen to be at a place that does not accept Apple Pay and you have to use the physical titanium Apple Card. And the uh, if you're at a place that qualifies for more than one type of reward, like an Apple store that accepts Apple Pay, you're going to get the higher of the two. So you'll get 3% cash back, and every day, based upon what you spend, there's daily cash back. So it's a very exciting uh, credit card. Now, um, any uh, uh, the other thing I want to do kind of very quickly, I know we've shared with our group of students, anytime we have students, the ver their very first day of, of class, we always kind of share our backgrounds and, and sort of uh, how we came to teaching these courses, how we came to use Apple products, but... I think Cliff and I have both probably shared at least a portion of that on our podcasts. Uh, I don't know that they've heard it from Rita or Lynn. Do you guys have, or, or Cliff if you do as well, but do you guys have anything to say about kind of your, your background? I mean, it doesn't have to be a long thing, but just you know, anything you can, can mention to the folks who might be interested as to sort of how this, this sort of raggle-taggle team got together or, or how you came to use Apple products or what have you. 
So, uh, this is Lynn. I work at Apple in an Apple store. I'm a specialist, and I am always excited every day to find out. There's always something new to learn. Whether you work at Apple, whether you are at home, wherever you are, I love talking to all of my voiceover user friends, and we share everything new coming out. It's just like continual. And I just wanted to say that I think one of the best things is to keep talking and keep networking with people because nobody knows everything. Even though someone is like a, a super user, there's still always things we don't know. So it's like it's like uh, opening up a gift package every day, I think. I, I would definitely second that. This is Rita. Um, <clears throat> since I retired, I worked in uh, Bureau of Blind Services, a field of blindness rehabilitation for 33 years. And when I retired, I got my first iPhone and uh, haven't gone back. I mean, it has been life-changing technology. I think we keep saying it over and over again. And whether you're a new beginner or interested in thinking about it or someone who's very advanced, there is so much that is capable for using an Apple iOS device and in terms of, I keep saying this, independence, your freedom. As a blind person, you can do so much with these devices that we could never do before. And I'd like to add to that, that um, I meet people all the time that think that they're not going to be able to do it. And it's, it's a lot more intuitive than you think. And um, in many cases, you just need someone to show you, and it opens up a whole new world. Cliff, you have anything to add to that? I mean, no, that's pretty much well said. I mean, I, yeah. I came to, you know, use Apple products for almost 10 years now, and I just like to give back to the community that, that helped me when I was down. So that's, yeah. that's where my inspiration comes from. Exactly, exactly. We'll take your questions, folks, on Periscope, uh, uh, TTJ Talk. Uh, if you're joining us, welcome. And if you have any tech-related questions, shorten to the point, send them on over, and we'll try to answer them as soon as we can. And along that line, and in the spirit of the fact of what Lynn just said, that none of us knows everything, we have a little game that we're going to play. Now, we've got all the family with us. So we've got the sighted spouses here this weekend, our wives and husbands. we got Tony at the camera right now. Uh, we, we've got our kids. So there are six kids in this, in this house and, uh, what, six dogs, too. Um, <laughs> they're all seeing eye dogs. One's a little Yorkie. One's, no, <laughs> only one is a seeing eye dog, uh, guide dog. But uh, what's the correct term? Guide dog now. Guide I don't know. Dog. Okay, sorry about that. Well, seeing eye dog comes from the seeing eye. Guide dog is generic for any guide dog. Oh, okay. So kind of like Popsicle and Freezer Pop. Yeah. Tissue and Kleenex. Yeah. Right, exactly. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So my... And, and, and Right, exactly. And we could go on all day. But <laughs> it is time for us to play Stump the Instructor. Ding. We need a bell or something. There's music playing in the background. You just don't know it. <laughs> it's playing in the, uh, in the podcast. All right, we're going to have Carson... Uh, she just went to, okay. So, um, Carson is 12. Will you come around this way? 
Just stand stand right over here. A very mature 12. Very, very mature 12. I think we have Kylie in the background also. Very mature 7. Yes, very much so. And you're going to be how old in just another day or so? 7. 7. And what kind of birthday party are you having? Wizard of Oz. There you go. All right. Well, we're glad you stopped by the video. Now, Carson, tell everybody what we have planned and how this is going to work. And uh, just tell them all about Stump the Instructor. Okay. So, we have... Uh, 21 questions, I think. Is that right? Yeah. And Are we going to have time for all of them? I think so. We should. We'll make it quick, right? Yeah. Try to. Okay. You only get one chance, then we throw you under the bus. Uh, <laughs> so each person has come up with a list of questions, and then we have some punishments here. So we're gonna, whoever shouts it out first, the right answer, will get... Um, well, they don't have to eat it, and everyone else will have to we'll get a take their punishment. So we have something we have to eat, and, and what about these punishments? Why are they punishments? What's well, they're... You want to give them their plates? Yeah. My so wife Jessica in the background, you can hear there. If you miss a question, or if you're not the winner, you have to eat one thing off of your plate. Anything you so want. each person's going to get a plate of mystery foods. Oh, great. <laughs> so what if it's not, what if it's your question, though, and you don't have to, and it, you know. If it's your question, yeah, you don't have to answer. You can let the other people. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what I have on this have plate here. Answer. Right. Punishments. Oh, goodness. Okay. I know what I'm not right, eating, what it looks yeah, like. I'm, make sure I don't miss any questions here. <laughs> yeah. It's never been more important for you to be on top of your game. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started. All right, let's do it. So, you got the first question for us? Nice. And Carson, you still have to, you have to name them who, who sent questions, so if we don't answer, you don't tell us. I'll say that out before each one, so you don't have to. Okay. Okay, you're going to read the, okay. So, we'll do... Lynn's okay, nice and loud so the iPad over here can pick okay. you up too. Get a little closer. So, this is first from Lynn. Question from Lynn is What is Apple's position on keeping running apps open or closed? It doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt anything. You don't have to close them. Well, Apple's position now is not to close them unless they're not working right because it, your battery, you'll save battery if you just, if you just let them open. Yep. So basically, your answer was incomplete. Was my oh, incomplete answer? Now who's who's judging here? <laughs> I would be the judge. <laughs> yes. So does do no. all three of them except Lynn have to eat something then? Since he missed it, I think so. I <laughs> think so. Boy, that, you, you, you guys are tough. Now I assume they'd know if their app's misbehaving to close it. All right, I'll be gracious. I'm about to eat what looks like a blueberry or a grape. Well, okay. Let's try this. Oh. I'm trying a round, pillowy-looking thing. It's a grape. So I think it's probably a gumdrop. It's a grape. Oh, that's nasty. What did you eat? Nope. Mm -hmm. I think you eat it. Cliff got a merry tomato. Oh. Mm. Okay. All right. Next, next question. Okay. Next up. Okay. <laughs> um, the next question of Lynn's is, what is necessary to do before taking your Apple device to the Apple store for a Genius Bar appointment, trade-in, or any other? Troubleshooting. I back up. I cloud back up. I back up. And you think Rita said it first. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but she loses. She gets a five-second deduction because she doesn't have the iOS beta. <laughs> All right, I'm eating something. I don't know what. What is this thing? 
Yeah. Oh, buddy. You got it right. Yeah. That was a piece of candy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's candy. Yeah. No, you got it right. They have yeah. it. Yeah, they have I got it right. She uh, made, what uh, does this taste like? Tastes like cherry candy. Yeah. You know, that could have been multi answer, though, because you, you also could have called, um, what's it called? Um, Apple Care. To see, to troubleshoot your device before you take it into the Apple store. All right, don't jump ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Want to switch to another person's question? Yeah, go oh, back and forth. Sure. We'll go in between. Yep, so now we'll around. We'll do Cliff's questions. Oh, no, these are Cliff's questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh my. In this week's Third Up podcast, what two products were reviewed? Oh That's God. terrible. Oh <laughs> exactly. That means you didn't listen to my podcast. I've been planning for the instructor <laughs> summit all week. I have been too okay. busy. Speakers, speakers, outdoor speakers, speakers, two kinds of speakers. You got the wrong podcast, Lynn. The contest of the speakers. Arita, I don't nope, even know that, who I'm that, talking that, about. That was the wrong podcast. That was oh, math podcast. Oh, <laughs> and I didn't put the answer on there, but the answer was my Beats Power Pro and the Adult Sippy Cup. Oh, <laughs> which we've all been the recipient of. We really love it. So, what am I eating? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Ooh, what is that? I'm going for something. No, it's a candy, but it's like blueberry. That's weird. I think I had a grape. I'm waiting on some of these things that. Uh, mm. Another cliff okay. question? Okay. Yeah, we'll do. Another cliff question. Okay. So, um, okay. Hold on one second, Carson. We got a question here from Michael Maslow. He says, Hey, Michael. What happens if you leave 50 apps open? Is it going to hurt your battery? If you leave 50 no, open? Michael. It, what, see, here's the thing about iOS. iOS is outstanding at managing memory on its own. So what it does after a little while is it puts an app into a frozen, suspended kind of state. So it's not using up resources, it's not doing anything. Now, if you have an app that is constantly using location services or that is doing a lot of background app refreshing, you do have options for turning that off. And that's a personal preference thing. And actually, uh, sometimes you'll get a notification and it'll say, you know, hey, uh, the Walmart app has been using your location for the last week straight and you can't possibly be at Walmart that whole time. Do you want to keep using, you know, so those kinds of things or, you know, GPS apps, you know, there, there are always random weird little exceptions to that. But in, in general, honestly, Michael, if you just let, just use your phone carefree, you know, the whole idea about these Apple products is that they are designed to be as worry-free as possible so that you don't have to adapt to them. They, they kind of fit your life. And Lynn or Cliff or Rita, anybody have anything to add to that? Yeah, I just wanted to say the reason I uh, posed that question is because in the beginning when I started working for Apple, it was close your apps. So we always talk to people about closing their apps. Then a few years ago, it changed, and I double-checked it, triple-checked it, and everyone confirmed that, yes, this is a better way because when your apps are open and running in the background, they're not using any of this phone's resources, really, and when you want to start it up again, it requires uh, so much less battery than if you started it from the That's right, fresh. right. No good. Right. So as she pointed out, where I lost my point on that question, if, uh, if you really are having a problem, if the app is not behaving properly, then yes, then you force to. quitting the app is a great first troubleshooting step to try to resolve the problem. All right. Thanks, Michael. Good question. Yeah. So the next question from Cliff is... What is the one Apple product Trainer Cliff has never owned or touched? Touch. Mac Pro? 
You got it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going for like, All right. Gummy bears. Oh, they're sour. I should have let Matt answer that question because he talks to me too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we'll move to Rita's question. Okay, Rita's question. Okay. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, Rita sent the answers with hers, so I'll be able to tell you. Okay. Okay, so the first question is, what are two ways to bring up a voiceover practice Oh, I hate that question. It's a four-finger oh, four double tap? Finger single tap for help. Nope. No. Double tap? Four-finger? Yes. Double tap. Yeah. Okay, that's one way. And you can also do Go it with... settings. You can also settings. do it... General accessibility. General. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically, you can also do it with the keyboard with uh, the voiceover keys and the letter K. Uh, oh, yeah, you can. He's right, too. So, um, Dad, you got the closest to the correct... What was written on the... Answer for the answer. Okay. You can perform a four-finger double tap gesture to open and then close the voiceover practice or go into settings, general accessibility voiceover, and navigate to voiceover practice. Okay. But, I mean, Cliff, Cliff gave another answer. That's also correct. Uh-huh. So, 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 Lynn, guess what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lynn, there you go. Uh, 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 I agree with you, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here. If I get one right, but I'm not first, I'm just going to use Apple's line and say we don't have to be first, we just have to be the best, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you could have said that, Lynn, but that's all right. You get oh, Lynn's making a funny face. What are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> I see there's no chocolate on my plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, what happened to the Hershey Garden yeah, exactly. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> this is a We're saving that for the winners. That's for the winners, yes. I like that. That's good. All right, now you have to give another Rita question yet, right? Yep. We're doing two from each, it seems, right now. Yeah, so. sounds like that. Yeah. What date did Apple launch the App Store, and how many apps were available at Oh, my uh, goodness. 2008? Uh, 2008? I guess I might as well get ready to eat. <laughs> what else? How many apps were available at launch? I think it was... A hundred? That's what I'm thinking, a hundred. That's the number of games there's going to be in Apple Arcade when it launches in the fall. <laughs> Rita, you probably Googled that, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I wanted to be. Okay. I wanted to have it well, right. Is that everyone's answer? Is that all? I don't know, but I got a good punishment. <laughs> oh boy. She's already eating. Oh, she's already. She's already accepted. <laughs> she's already accepted okay. the beat. Well, everyone got it. Everyone got it wrong? You got the year, but you didn't get the rest of the questions, well, so you year. don't get it. Oh, okay. Oh. 2008 was, was the year? July 10th, 2008. Okay. And there were 500 apps available. I thought that. I mean, I thought now, about that possibility. there but... are more than 2 million apps available. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I should have known Rita was going to be Kai, fast. you're trying to get me to eat something. I can you already tell what it questions. is, and I don't want to eat it. Uh, Am I? Do I have do to it, eat that? Oh, yeah. Go, <laughs> Well, at least I got some vegetables yeah. this time. Is that a tomato? Yeah, it is. That is so really scary. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess it's Matt's questions, huh? Okay, he learned no. something else about Matt. He hates tomatoes. Uh. <laughs> I love tomato sauce, all that stuff, but oh, this is gross. <laughs> I hate tomatoes, too. Well, it has to be sauce. His yeah. questions are sort of long. Are these no Oh, what a shock. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Right. So, my first question is, you hear a song play playing and ask Siri to identify it. After the song is identified, you don't download it or listen to it. 
Later, when you want to play it, you forget its name. How can you find out the name of the song? Siri identified it later. You can go to recently played. Ask Siri again what I just asked you. <laughs> Repeat what I just asked you. No, I'm right. No. Lynn, do you have an answer? I don't think Siri's that smart. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, Siri. That was not Lynn who works, Siri at, who works at Apple. Siri would say, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I can't answer that question. That I can't answer that question. question. No? I don't know. Yeah, so Cliff had a thought, except we never played the song in this scenario. So if you go to the iTunes Store app in the very top... I believe it's in the top of the screen. There's a, a thing that says uh, I, um, item list, list item, something like that. And you double tap that button. And in there, you can look at your wish list. And you can also look at your Siri song identification history. And it will show you every song that Siri has ever identified. Wow. I had no idea that In the iTunes the Store app. And I thought Rita was bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, you don't have to eat. No, I don't. In May 2018, Apple released iOS 11.4. In addition to AirPlay 2 support, this update brought a significant, long-awaited feature to the operating system. It was promised in iOS 11, then removed before the public release. It was reintroduced to beta testers in 11.3, but never made it to public release until 11.4. Name that feature. <laughs> I have no clue. Come on, you read all these articles. You don't know the answer to this question? Oh, I think I know what it is. Okay, when you flick up on an email, it was, um, it, it would accidentally delete it instead of, uh, the picker was, I'm not oh, this Oh, right. okay. Um, no. No. <laughs> In that case, everyone. Okay. okay, so the feature was messages in iCloud. iCloud oh. for iMessage. I don't have to eat it. Right, we'll go back to Lynn's questions now. Okay. Mine is going to be a little shorter than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Matt, Matt writes books. <laughs> All right, so has everyone eaten their punishment? I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Did you get something sour, Rita? <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> She's puckered up over there. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> Question number three of Lynn's. What should you consider when exploring options for a new iPhone? Well, How much money you can spend? Your, How your, much capacity you have? Your uh, use for it? What, uh, what, the, what you're going to do with do it? Do with it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Screen preference. How much memory you need. Uh, How much memory? Yes. Um, you have screen resolution. Uh, screen. Uh, yeah. Whether you want to keep your home button or not. Right. Uh, Headphone jack. Uh, Touch ID versus yeah, face ID. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. What's the answer you're looking for, Liam? All of those plus. Um, how long do you want your phone to last? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Which I always ask people. Phone has the longest battery life. 10R. Right. Um, oh. So I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ten hours, depending on how you use it. Yep. Um, so, first question that you should think about, obviously, is how you're going to use your phone and look at the capacity and availability under a settings general about and see how much you have and how much you need, how you're doing with what your current phone is, so <laughs> that you can evaluate your new phone in terms of all the things that we just said. 
just to clarify on that, that is a really good point. In uh, now in settings, if you go to settings and general and about, a lot of people don't know what kind of phone they've got. Yes, so they'll, they'll say right. we'll say what do you have, and they'll go. I don't know, an 8, a 10, I don't know, you know, or, or 13, or they don't know. They don't know the hardware from the software. Right. And another another yeah. thing is the capacity. You can go to um, settings, general, and go to um, iPhone stores to see yes. how much you're taking up. Right. right. Also, one to slip in a little factoid there, that under settings, general, about now, it's going to have Apple Care if you want to purchase Apple Care. Yes, it shows your Apple days. Care status. Mm -hmm. right. And if you're eligible to. days from date of purchase. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So should we all eat this since we didn't great, great question. get the great. complete story? This time, we'll let you, I'll let you slide. <laughs> Yay! Oh. The reason two you didn't get, so you can slide by the side. Everyone right. has some good, good right. points. Good uh -huh. uh, okay. I don't so eat it this time. Question number four. Next time. Okay. What is the new layer of Apple Care to add if I desire that option? Loss and theft. Loss and theft. Oh, I'm just Death and loss. It's $100. <laughs> Or you can pay monthly. And it's by Ashorian, which is the same as the phone carriers, except that if you got theft and loss through a phone carrier, you would get a refurb phone that doesn't have all Apple parts, which if you break it, Apple can't fix it because Apple can't stand behind parts that are not all Apple. So at the time of purchase of an Apple iOS device, you can purchase the two-year Apple Care, Apple yes. Care Plus, right? Yes, Apple Care Plus, and then you can also buy this theft and loss. Theft and right? loss, that's right. So there's two uh, options for that. So and, eat up, and, and by the way, um, I, I just want to clarify that I'm not speaking anything that I say <laughs> on behalf of myself. I'm not a representative of Apple in this case. Right. Because I'm on my own free time. Right. Okay, so now we need questions from Cliff again. I think I only have one more, maybe. Okay. Uh, I think two. Yeah, yeah, you have to write two more. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you turn pages in the Pages app with a Bluetooth keyboard? Oh my goodness. A control arrow. Uh, I know this. I know. Wait a minute. Control, control right arrow? Uh, up. Control up arrow? Reader's got it. All right. Yeah. Now I get to eat this thing that Kyle's been pitching for me to eat. Yep. What is this thing? Control up arrow or down arrow to turn pages? Now, um, Matt, to oh, mine. Control, control right arrow or left arrow turns pages within a a, a folder. Oh. But within oh, okay. pages, it's up and down arrow. Got it. Okay. A spicy jalapeno. <laughs> now, Matt, we're going to let you slide on this one. I don't want you to answer this one. I want to see if Rita or Lynn can get this, the question to this answer because I know you know it. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I just had a How do you dismiss the Siri screen on iOS 3? 13 beta. Oh! <laughs> How do you dismiss the Siri screen on 13? Okay, I was gonna say just slide up to home. I would say. I would say. A Z scrub. A one finger slide up to home or a Z scrub. Okay, those are my answers. Yeah. When you do, when you do the next question, I don't know. Lynn or Matt, give him the right answer. Well, now I'm questioning whether I, I, I've been able to slide up to home to dismiss Siri. Well, the one, the way I've been doing it, and the way it's worked, because the slide up to dismiss Siri does not work. You have to push the side button. Oh, okay. 
Well, now this is in beta. Yep. So see, I'm really glad I didn't download the beta because I don't want to hit the side button. I want to <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll eat this then. Wait, you hit yeah. the side yeah. button? Yep, you, you hit the side button to dismiss her, yep. Well, see? that's how you start her up. Uh -huh. Well, you, actually, technically, you hold it down to ask the question, and once you let it go to let her answer, you hit the side button to dismiss that screen, oh. and it takes you back to your home screen. Oh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Read us questions. Um, I think we were on question three. IPO was on December 12th, 19th. Whoa, that's the answer. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, pretend you didn't hear that. Okay, we didn't okay. hear that. All right. hear that. I don't know what IPO is anyway. <laughs> 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 what was the starting price of Apple stock? IPO was on December 12th, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to read part of the question since I kind of wrote the answer just a little bit. What was the starting price? I don't have a clue. I don't either. I'm going to eat this thing. Uh, <laughs> Come on, take a guess. Wait, don't do it. Take a guess. What was the question? Sour. <laughs> what was the starting price of Apple stock? Oh, okay. I think it was $5. If I'm not mistaken, I know somebody who bought some. No. <laughs> okay. So that's wrong. It was the stock cost was twenty two dollars per share. Mm. And there has been, been more <sighs> stock splits. See, I would not have gotten Lynn, that. Lynn cheated because she used Google to get all these answers. <laughs> what was this? And the date was December twelfth, nineteen eighty. Wow. Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? It and is. It went. It, People who follow the stock market, if you buy a stock and it splits four times. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you really got some money there. <laughs> I know a guy who sold some Apple stock back in 1992 because he didn't think they were going to do very much. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, he had, he had like 10 shares. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Years later, he was really good. Oh, my, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Like Rita has another question, right? Yep. What is voiceover and when did it first become available on Apple iOS 2009. 2009 in iPhone OS 3? No, it was 3GS. Well, it was the iPhone 3GS, yes, with iPhone OS 3. And, and he's a screen reader for the iPhone. Own, Yay, iPhone. They all got it right. Yeah, we all got it. Nobody. That's the easiest question you put on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, my question next, right? Now, here, here comes the books, y'all. Here's <laughs> something to drink. Here we go. Um, I'm having trouble finding them. Number three. Okay. You would like to have all of your photos show up on all of your Apple devices, but you do not intend to purchase any iCloud storage, so using iCloud Photo Library will not be a reasonable option, as you take lots of photos every day. What is another iCloud feature that would enable you to have at least some degree of photos in hand? iCloud Photo Stream. That uploads the last 30 days of your photos to um, iCloud. Yeah, Cliff's got it. Oh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't do videos, but it does do photos okay, last thirty days the, or or la the yeah. Tomato yep. or whatever I'm getting. <laughs> yep. Tomato or grape. Tomato. You as can much as much as my wife takes pictures. I better know that. Yeah. One. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you can always save them then into your camera roll if you really want to keep them forever. Chapter four. Oh no. Which of the following is not an Apple TV channel? HBO, Tastemade, Curiosity Stream, or Hulu? Tastemade, Curiosity Stream. 
No. Which is not an Apple TV channel. The correct answer is Hulu. Hulu is integrated oh, with yeah, the TV right. app, but it's not oh, subscribable as an Apple that's TV right. channel. That's right. Sure is. I, I jumped. Yeah. I, listen to Rita. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Chow down, folks. Oh, here we go. Mm. Hey, I got a cinnamon one. This was a good one. Oh, that's not bad. Mm. Oh, it's solid I stuff. Okay, probably one more round of them, right? No. Well, I have no more. All mine are gone. Okay, so not even another round Lynn of them. Lynn has two more questions. Lynn has, okay. So we'll just read those off. Yeah. Yep. How can I get free support with an Apple technician from home? Call Apple. Well, uh, Apple Accessibility. Accessibility. <laughs> and what's the phone number? 877 877-204-39. Three zero. Three zero. Yes. Yay. Okay, so the number again. Give that one. 877-204-393. Matt wouldn't know that because he only calls them once a year. Well, that and because it is saved in the contacts app of my iOS synced with all my devices through iCloud. So I can just call using Siri or any of those methods. And read it. I'll graciously eat a... When you call, they'll say, this number is only for people who are hearing impaired, visually impaired, or have motor skill issues. Oh, purple spot oh, stop, huh? Please call a regular Apple yeah. number. number. Yep. And they do give you a variety of music to listen to. Yes, you can choose your whole music. Usually very, very helpful. Yes. And if they don't know, they'll find out. Right, Cliff? Usually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably the best thing, in my opinion, is there a 24-hour... Right. Help desk, and they uh, they can share your screen with you, so they can see what you are experiencing, what's working, what's not working, and try to guide you as, as to do it. They have been more helpful than not yes. for me. So I mean, I think I've only got one person that didn't know what they were talking about, but they've helped me clear out my iCloud storage, update my folder library, all kinds of stuff. So. And the thing is, they, with your permission, they can share, do screen sharing in your device and let you know what's going on. They can run diagnostics and. It is very, very important to use it because they get better the more we use it. Correct. If we don't call them, they're just sitting there waiting. And right. And I hear that they don't get nearly enough calls. There you go. So use it. Okay. Question six. Last Lynn question coming up. Lynn. How can I share and edit notes with others? Add people under notes and... Cop, um, collaboration. Uh, collab yep, it's collaborative notes. Add people, and then you put them in there. Send a, an invite via text or mail or a variety of other. Or you can write fashions. a note and hit share, right? And then you can share. Well, is add people under share though? Yeah, it is. Is it under the share menu? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you do have to hit share first, then, and then you hit add people. Right. You can also just share it as text, but that's not collaborative, then. I tried it before I. Okay. <laughs> a very wonderful feature, and one that we use quite frequently here at the TTJ instructor team. Right, that's how I learned it. Even though some people just don't like doing it. <laughs> hey, we've been doing it. <laughs> Kicking and screaming sometimes. Uh -huh. We've been doing it. <laughs> now, Rita, ha or yeah, Cliff has no more, so you're on to me, no, or Rita, and then me. Uh, one more from Lynn? Oh, she had three. Cliff. Oh, I have one more? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hey. Yep. How many camera modes are available in the iPhone? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh. Camera modes. Three. Uh, Pano, Pano, video, Pano, slow mode. Is Jessica still here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Can you go get Sherry? <laughs> and tell her to bring her phone. Uh, I have to. 
square. Seven, right. six. Do we get points for being closest? What's a calendar? And of course, it depends on the model of your device to some extent. And you know, like video. Yeah, video and. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with seven. I can only think of about four, but I feel like there's more than that. There might be five or six. There's eight. There's eight. Yep. I was okay. So let's name them. And I asked Sherry to tell me before I posted this question, so she could tell me. Okay. Let's name them. That's why I have I, I I don't know what they are. So oh, we're going to get <laughs> there's square, pano, video, photo, portrait, uh, slow mo, time lapse. Is time lapse a mode or is it a? I think it is. Burst is not a mode. You have to hold down the downstairs. shutter button to do that. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe you could, you could call that a mode. She's here now. <coughs> what did I just Jerry, do? what were the eight modes in the camera that I asked you about this morning? <laughs> the eight modes? Yeah, remember I asked you how many modes there were in camera and you went in and counted them. Um, little tricks getting turned up. I don't know, hold on. You'd be thinking, being married to a tech, she would know these things. But. <laughs> There's time lapse, slow mo, video, photo, portrait. Portrait has natural light, studio light, contour light, stage light, stage light mono, okay. high key light mono, square, and panel. Okay. All right, fantastic. Okay. Wow. So, Thank you very much. Yeah. I already ate something sour. I, I don't know what that was. I did my thing. Oh. <laughs> When we get a question wrong, we have to eat what Carson and Jessica put in front of us. And sometimes it's... Don't forget me! And Kylie. That's why we didn't tell you. What are these? Those are jalapeno creamy popcorns. Wow. We have more of them for... Afternoon. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's up? Uh, Bree, you got another question? Two or three more questions, okay, right? So now we have to, I think, finish up Rita's questions. Yep. So, what is Spotlight Search and how do you access it on iOS on iOS device? You swipe three up with swipe three down from the middle of the screen. And it's, it's a, a search, search mode. mode. Like search search mode. for anything <laughs> on your phone, online, wherever. Or or, or on, an, on a keyboard. It, it's, it basically, by the way, basically you can use it to search without having to open up Safari. Play a command spacebar. It's spotlight search too. Oh yeah, that does work with the Bluetooth keyboard. With the Bluetooth but, keyboard, yes. But, with, but without the keyboard, it's you know three fingers swipe down. Yeah. Once you have focus on the home screen and you're running voiceover. That's no, right. you don't have to have focus on the home screen. You can do it within a folder too. Oh, got it. Within a folder, yes. But as long as you're not on the status Not bar, in an app or, yeah, right. or in, on the status bar. And does she have one more question? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. The answer was search is a useful, spotlight search is a useful way to find information media apps that are stored on your Apple iOS device when running a voiceover. Right. Swipe down with three fingers after bringing focus to any app on the home screen. There you go. So we all kind of got that one right, didn't we? I don't think anyone asked to eat. Okay. <laughs> one more question from her? Yep. All right. How do you assign a text label to any unlabeled button? Oh, you do a two-finger triple? No. 
Two fingers. Yeah, that she got it right. Lynn got it. Yes. And you can, I got you can also do. Thing. You can also do voiceover or the voiceover keys in the in the uh, the, the slash or uh, dash. Well, that's what it is. I learned that from our class. Yep. Do you know that is? I guess I better eat something. <laughs> and then there's well, one. Well, our gumdrop. I had one more question, right? Last question, folks. I think. Okay. Yes. And then Lynn sent a quote. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was there. Was it a white picture? Most iPad charging blocks are 10 or 12 volts. With the possible exception for the latest iPad Pro models, how many volts is an iPhone charging block? <sighs> iPhone charging block, how many volts? Six? Seven. I'll go with eight. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually looking for five. Five point seven. Whoa. Oh my goodness. What is it? Five. Five volts. Five, five, five volts. Yeah. Oh, you know what the iPad one is seven, I think. Or is it twelve? It's, it's ten or twelve. Yeah. Yes. And speaking of charger, the those blocks, it's like important to have the right block. Like there's some people that may try to charge their iPad with an iPhone. And, and it ain't gonna hurt it, but it will take a like it's almost not gonna, a, right. It's just it's really, really gonna take a long time. Charge a phone with the iPad block. Oh yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. That works very oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, Matt has two iPad chargers plugged up over by the chair that they use for iPhone charging. So right. <laughs> so what's my quote? What's this quote? So the quote in here. This is my signature quote. And the best and most beautiful things in the world. Cannot be seen or ever touched. They must be felt in the heart. I like that. Oh. That is awesome. Helen Keller. That's that's really cool. That's Definitely. Karen for Carson. Let's give Carson a round of applause. Yay. Very good, Carson. Thank you. So that was the instructor. Stump the instructor. Stump the instructor. So where's our Hershey chocolate at? Yeah, yeah, we did. It's good, not the punishment. Oh. So there is one other thing for us to do yet tonight, folks. <laughs> Good job, Carson. Thanks. Kylie, nice job. Kylie is putting a, a wrapped candy on your plate. No, this is a wrap. Okay. So we know that we can eat this. This is a Hershey kiss. We spent some time at Chocolate oh. World today and in Hershey. Wonderful time Thank today, you. too. It was. It was very good time. So that we know we can enjoy this. It's real. <laughs> and it is quite good. Someone gave us the idea a little while ago that if we really wanted to be mean, we could dip a piece of onion in chocolate. Oh, <laughs> no. That sounds like something Jerry would do. Now, I'm not going to reveal my source for <laughs> <laughs> Why till I get upstairs? <laughs> so it is time, folks, before we close today, for us to reveal the courses which we will be offering in the fall 2019 and spring 2020 training season. As with last year, we will have all the details, including start dates and other how to join information coming up soon. So what we want you to do is to subscribe to the blog at ttjtech.net. There are also lots and lots of great email lists out there, some of them which we either run or co-moderate, uh, such as only Apple Talk and support, iDevices, so lots of great lists. You can find those both on um, groups.io. That's correct. So uh, 
please subscribe to the blog and, and you won't miss any of this information that we will be revealing. But right now, we're going to share for you the names of the courses and we're also going to point out something very important that in case any of you do not know this, we have, <clears throat> excuse me, we have been for two years now offering courses related to Apple products in order to help as many people as we can. We are so passionate about what Apple is doing. We believe, as Lynn pointed out and everybody else agreed with, that Apple products, whether you're sighted or non-sighted, will change lives, change the way you work, play, create, express yourself. And truly, if you do have need of assistive technology like a screen reader or a variety of others because you know Apple products don't just have voiceover. They've got all kinds of accessibility features and they too will change your life. I mean truly when I started using Apple products it's never been the same. I have been able to do so many things independently that I never would have been able to do before. We're so passionate about sharing that with as many people as we can that we've been offering these courses completely free of charge to anyone who wants to take them. And this year, we're gonna do the exact same thing. So we are gonna offer courses to you at no cost. You are able to take these courses online if you've never taken them yet. Again, subscribe to the blog at ttjtech.net so you can learn all the details when we share them. But basically, we use a combination of the iTunes University app, the Zoom Cloud Meetings app, so you don't even have to be in person. Uh, we've had people join from all around the world. And you take these courses, you will learn a lot, you'll have a great time. And if you need further training beyond what we can cover within the framework of a course, we do offer paid training that you can purchase afterwards to take things to the next level. But we want to offer these basic courses absolutely free of charge because we want as many people as possible to, to be in on this, to, to experience the life-changing capabilities and power of these devices. It's truly amazing. And we're taking folks who are sighted. We're taking folks who are non-sighted. We're taking folks who train uh, individuals with, with visual impairments. So, you know, maybe you yourself are not a voiceover user, but you've got a student who is. I mean, educators, these courses are for you. You don't want to miss them for sure. But no matter what you do, if you are an individual just trying to, you know, learn how to do these things at home, if you're trying to run a business or, or working for the, you know, anybody, we, the, these courses, there's something for everyone. And so we've got four courses going this fall and this spring. We're going to announce what they are right now, and then you'll subscribe to the blog and you'll learn all the details about the start dates and everything. So to tell us about our first course, it's Trainer Cliff. He's going to tell us about taking things to the next level with iOS 13. So Cliff, go right ahead. Well, actually, we're going to be iPad OS, right? Yeah, but definitely a focus on iPad OS. If you took our iPad course last year, you want to pay attention to this. Yes, yeah, so definitely. There's going to be some great enhancements where, like we said before, because of the NDA, we can't really go into details. I mean, Apple has released some things about certain things you can do, like uh, uh, blocking the calls that are not in your contacts, slide overs, more uh, integrated picture-in-picture. Um, desktop class web browsing desktop all that mm -hmm. so in the fall our first course will be basically a refresher course or an updated course per se to how to handle iOS and iPad OS 13 with the new gestures and features that Apple has to offer exactly that will be course number one course number two is the life plugged in 
even if you cut the cord. So this is living the connected digital life. You know, I, I've that term connected digital life is something which we don't own the patent on, but we like to use it um, because it refers to a person being able to have access to everything and anything that they need wherever they may be, no matter what device they are using. This course will have a very heavy focus on things like iCloud, Continuity, Apple Pay, HomeKit, home security features. If you want to learn how to make sure all of your documents are on all of your devices seamlessly, easily, without any, any hassle. If you want to learn how to make sure all your music goes with you wherever you go. If you want to make sure that your home is at the right temperature with the right uh, lighting scenes when you get home. And a whole lot more. We're going to cover AirPlay. We're also going to cover learning how to replace your traditional television service with Apple TV. Those of you who subscribe to the TTJ Talk podcast know that we're about to start a series on replacing the TV with Apple TV. If you've been part of the blog already, you know we have an exciting opportunity where you can try the Apple TV in your own home for a short period of time. We're going to talk more about that in the upcoming podcast. But if you take this course, you will learn all about using the Apple TV as a t as a as a TV service replacement you can we'll cover you know apps and services from Netflix and Hulu to live TV streaming services like PlayStation View and Philo and DirecTV Now we'll talk about Apple TV channels and the Apple TV app and we'll talk about a whole lot more so that is living the connected digital life it's our second course and it will be offered fall 2019 at no cost uh, Lynn, I think the uh, the next course uh, you're going to share with us uh, after the first of the year of uh, January 2020, uh, the course is uh, has has traditionally been called Learning Voiceover In and Out. So, what can we expect from that course? So, this course is for anybody, uh, and it's great for new people. Um, I joined this course. That's how I and I started uh, getting involved with these wonderful people. But a dear friend of mine sent me an email telling me about this course, and I thought, you know, I think I know a lot, but I know there's a lot I don't know. And I just, it just like, I grew by leaps and bounds in every way from taking this course. So it's for anybody, but new people, this is great for you. Um, it's going to cover so many things with voiceover on your iPhone, all the way up to uh, and beyond learning how to create documents and pages. Um, we're going to learn, we have a really great uh, session that where we share our favorite apps, which are, um, as Matt just said, many of them are completely life-changing. And uh, there's just so much, there's so many wonderful things to this course. It's amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. Absolutely. All right. And the last course, uh, Rita, if you'll share with us what the course is uh, that will follow the voiceover course next spring. Uh, replacing your computer with an iPad. Are you calling it replacing your personal computer with an iPad? <laughs> oh, whatever we're calling it. Yeah, something something like that. Replacing your traditional <laughs> computer. Because you almost have to call an iPad a computer now. It really is. I mean, it does everything. Apple's slogan for the sixth generation iPad has been like a computer, unlike any computer. Uh, and it really is. So go ahead. Um, this course, uh, I've been involved with these these guys for a while in terms of 
teaching voiceover and we realize the importance of people having good quality voiceover skills um, before they would attempt to take the next course, which is replacing your traditional computer with an iPad. Um, the uh, course, uh, when we were talking about designing this course, I was like, well, you know, I don't have an iPad. <laughs> And so I'm thinking, well, I better go get one. <laughs> and so I started getting these texts from Matt and Cliff. iPads are on sale. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Get this Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a Bluetooth. And so it became the search, you know, for the iPad, then the perfect case, then the keyboard. And so became very involved with the course and have learned so much. And I originally, as a blind person, resisted using an iPad because of the large territory of the screen and the fact that a lot of times when you open an app, the screen will split. Um, and I was worried about the navigation with voiceover. I was very comfortable with using my iPhone, but I'm thinking, okay, I don't know if I could do this iPad thing. And it has been amazing since I got my iPad and have been using it. Now, I'm still in the beginning stages. I think I have like, oh, I don't know, 20 apps on my iPad. These guys have hundreds of apps on their iPad. <laughs> and it's, uh, mine will continue to grow as I continue to learn. But um, the course is, uh, it's very intense and packed full of information in terms of how do you actually use an iPad and it really can replace your computer. Right? There's every app under the sun in terms of things you, that you want to do that you would do on a computer, such as word processing, file sharing, um, document creation, oh my goodness, there's just, uh, if you can think of something you would do on a computer, you can do it on an iPad. Audio editing, running a business, even even some basic video editing. We know somebody like Tony who does this professionally needs, you know, to, to use things like Final Cut and so on, but if you want to make a simple movie, a simple video, a trailer, there's no reason you can't do it on an iPad. I mean, this truly will And I can say this because Apple's already talked about it. You can even download directly to your iPad yes, from Safari That's now. correct. That will have a and download And even manager. connect an external hard drive for that's those right. of you who don't trust the cloud. That's right. So, I mean, this is, we are serious when we, when we say replacing your traditional computer with an iPad. That is not a marketing slogan, folks. That is genuine. Many, many people, the vast majority of users will be able to do that. And this course is going to show you what you need to know to start that happening. And as we said, if it's not enough for you, we offer the paid training to supplement it once the course is over. And this course, um, we have a tremendous amount. We've already done a lot of work in terms of documentation and creating individualized tutorials, audio demonstrations, and I've been working diligently to detail, document, step-by-step -step directions in terms of how do you do specific tasks. And um, so those will all be available through that wonderful platform of iTunes University. Um, and once you sign up for the course, you'll have access to all those materials, and those materials will not go away. Absolutely. So you can practice, go back and forth. I, uh, Matt does some amazing recordings, and I stop and start those recordings, and then go into practice, do it on my iPad, step by step, as he's doing it. And it has been extremely helpful, and believe me, as a blind person, you can 
navigate on a flat piece of glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you can make so much happen with an iPad. I want to um, second that, and all three of you have, Matt, you've done amazing courses that are like gold. They and, are. And Cliff and Reed, your contributions have been beyond wonderful. I'm just, I was just honored and privileged to be, even be asked. I said, huh? Teach what? Right. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> I, I want to add that year, several years ago, my husband and my kids were using iPhones, and I, we were on vacation. They were all having fun, sitting around the pool with their iPhones, and I said, who want an iPhone? And they all said, well, you can't use an iPhone. You're visually impaired. And uh, I think I proved them wrong. <laughs> well, just a, just a little backstory. Just a little backstory yeah, yeah, for me yeah. and Matt. Well, um, it's funny how we met because he was on one of my lists. Yeah, he always tells this. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because he, he he comes back. I mean, he he posts a message, and at the very bottom, he's like, "For for product support services and um, education, come to this website." I emailed him. I said, "Look, this is supposed to be free. Don't be advertising free stuff." But then. He sends me an invitation to come to his weekly phone conference where we discuss technology, Apple keynotes, and stuff like that. And I come to it, you know, get to know him a little bit. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's okay. But then one day, he texts me out the blue. I don't know how he got my message. He texts me and says, look, I can't make it. Log in and host a meeting for me. And we've been doing stuff together ever since. So, <laughs> What I never told him was, after the first exchange, I really didn't know what his opinion of me was, whether he thought that I was just out to try to, you know. So the first time that I saw he was going to come, I think it was an Apple TV conference I was hosting about the, the brand new fourth generation Apple TV at that time. Now they're calling it the Apple TV HD. And I saw his name and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, is this, how is this going to go? Like, I mean, I was really, you know, <laughs> and, and the rest, as they say, is history. But, um, the Apple, uh, the, the iPad course will be uh, the last one in our spring 2020 lineup, um, and we will have more details on the dates for that. I would like to just say, and, and then let you guys say any final thoughts too, but, um, you know, I, I really believe, and I know everybody's got different beliefs about things, and I, I respect that. Uh, not saying this in any way to preach to anybody, but I, I just want to say it to share a little bit of a story with you. I believe that I, I have been led by God to do, to offer these courses, and I'll do it as long as he wants me to do it. And as, you know, as part of that, I believe God's word that says that, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But we also know we need people. No matter how much you believe in God and what you believe about God, I think it's pretty universally accepted that friends, family, co-workers, a support system, uh, a human support system is vitally important. Steve Jobs, you know, since we, we are very Apple-centric around here, uh, Steve Jobs used to talk about one of the most important qualities in a leader is being able to pick A players, being able to put together an A team of people who are just outstanding that share your vision and that can carry it out with competence and with and bring the right energy into what's going on. I can honestly say that this is an A team of instructors far better than I ever could have imagined. I truly thank God for these folks and that, that we've gotten to know each other, that they have been so willing to to help, to put up with me, to put up with the last minute, Rita, I need you to teach this tomorrow. Um, you know, whatever it may be, 
uh, because I, when I started out doing it, I had no idea how that was all going to work. I knew that it was going to be a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of work involved, and I was willing to do it. But I was extremely hopeful that I would find people that were able to share that vision and were able to carry it out. People that knew what, what they were doing and had a desire to help and to do it on a voluntary basis. I mean, the giving of their time. So we have got truly and absolutely incredible team of instructors here in, in Cliff, Rita, and Lynn, and I could not be more proud of them and more thankful to have them as part of my life. So I just want to share that and anything else that you guys want to share before we close. I think what's critical is there's a, you know, the word is out, thank goodness, you know, that Apple iOS devices are accessible out of the box. You don't got to buy, you don't have to buy any additional software that costs a lot of money to make it talk. And when you go to these conferences that where a lot of blind people go for the consumer groups, everybody's walking around with an Apple iOS device and using their devices. Uh, I think these courses that, that Matt has initiated and that we're assisting with um, ha can take this, he keeps saying, to the next level. Because a lot of times I'll see visually impaired people and they're just doing a couple of things on their phones. They're just making calls. Or they're, they're now able to dictate text to Siri. Or, or they've learned to do one thing. Okay, and that's true of a lot of sighted users okay, too. And, right, they're not, and this phone has the capability, uh, we were talking about this earlier, that there's like uh, the, um, the power, the data that put the man on the moon, has, there was like only 1% uh, of what the Apple iPhone contains now in terms of the power of its data and its processing and what you can access. And I think a lot of blind people need to embrace this and utilize the so much of what's out there in terms of the capability to be, have their independence. If you're not doing something because you can't see, there's a will, a way, a technique, a device, a technology, a something, an app out there <laughs> right. for you to do it in for right. terms of currency <laughs> identification, this color identity, everything. And yeah. there is a whole community out there to support you. And taking these courses with this team is an opportunity for blind people to learn so much and to improve their skills so that they can function more independently. And just so you know that, that we're not blowing smoke, I used to run my business from my iPad ordering supplies and this wasn't no you know just a little, little smoke shop or nothing this was a this was an actual restaurant i used to order from u.s foods coke pepsi um do my books on with numbers i mean i did everything so we're not just you know giving you a tagline to follow we, we actually use our ipads on an everyday basis for everything absolutely same here i i don't we really don't technically don't even have a computer in our home i mean sometimes my wife uh, brings one home because their school has the those for the employees and we, we do have a very old iMac that's sitting in our base well now it's actually sitting in my son's room and he once in a while will use it to play Tetris or something just because he you know the the uh, experience of it I guess more than anything else he likes having that in there but we don't use it and it's not uh, you know I mean I, I use the iPad a hundred percent well I'm not telling anybody what to do but well into the um, iPad course I sold my one Mac <laughs> yeah. because I realized that I really didn't need it, that I enjoyed using my iPad so much more. But, you know, that's, that's a personal decision. Yep. 
And I will tell people, even if you don't follow the blog, you can follow at TTJ Talk. And whenever he posts a blog, it will come to the Twitter feed. And that way you can get updates that way also. Yes. Yeah. Well, we look forward to working with um, those of you that choose to contact us and sign up. It's going to be a great year. And we guarantee you that you're going to learn a lot. You're going to, it's going to rock your world. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're off to have uh, the rest of a, a great time here at this year's Tech Summit. We're going to make this an annual thing, guys? I think so. Yeah. Hey, Easiest decision we made the whole time. I don't think our kids will let us have it any other way. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And that was our live stream. We'd like to thank everybody who's been involved, not just today, but all week with Lynn Malief, her husband, Rita Howes, her husband, Matt Vlaubridge, her and his wife, my wife, our kids, and especially Cass and Ed Vlaubridge for the great food that I'm always going to come back to. And the the just the great hospitality. I can't even thank them enough. I mean, we've been to Hershey Park and Hershey Garden and tacos and lasagna and oh my god i i'm not gonna tell you no more because you're gonna be jealous so just tune in next week i don't know what we're gonna do yet but there'll be something subscribe to the blog stir it up at dot wordpress.com send questions stir it up at icloud.com and follow me on twitter stir it up live thanks for joining